1: My 7 Chakras, episode 137. Life is either a daring adventure or nothing at all.
0: The 7 Chakras, swirling vortices of energy, positioned throughout our body, from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. For thousands of years, this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers? And could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose. Welcome to My 7 Chocolates. and now your host, Aditya Jai Kumar.
1: What's up, Action Takers? AJ here, founder and host of My 7 Chakras. And you are back to your oasis for ancient knowledge, your hub for inspiration, and your on-demand radio station that will help you with your transformation. Action Tribe, sometimes speaking into this microphone can feel like words are echoing in the darkness. But every time I receive an email from a listener, every time I see a Facebook post about My 7 Chakras, and every time I see an Instagram post with the hashtag My 7 Chakras, it feels wonderful. It feels like streams and streams of awakened souls are coming out of the darkness and embarking on their human revolution. Action Tribe, as you guys know, I don't have any podcast ads. I don't do paid advertising to promote the show. But I strongly believe that if this show inspires and motivates even one person and changes her life, then our job is done. I strongly believe in the power of one Action Tribe. So if you like the content that we provide, I request you to share this episode or any past episode that you really liked on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. My goal is to create a human revolution in 1 million lives. And your one share is going to play a huge role in this. To share the love. And if you want to reach out to me directly, my email ID is aj at my 7 That's aj at my 7 And with that, we are now ready to bring you our featured guest for today, Dr. Lise Janelle. So Dr. Janelle, are you ready to inspire?
2: I am fully ready and on board.
1: <laughs> awesome. So Dr. Lise Janelle is a heart-centered success coach helping people reconnect to their heart so that they can live happy, grateful lives filled with love, inspiration, and success. She's the author of two books, Conversation with the Heart and You Are Loved. Prior to launching her career as a coach in 2004, she was a top-ranked chiropractor with over 22 years specializing in holistic health and powerful mind-body techniques. She has helped thousands of people achieve personal and professional breakthroughs by creating powerful change from the inside out. Dr. Lees uses effective mind-body techniques to help her clients find their self-limiting beliefs and emotions. And and then release them at the source. This results in congruence, which cultivates inner strength. Congruence improves focus, confidence, willpower, and performance, enabling clients to apply themselves wholeheartedly. She thrives on working with high-level executives, athletes, celebrities, artists, musicians, career-focused individuals, and entrepreneurs as well. So Dr. Janelle, that was a short intro about you. But before we move on, please take a moment and tell us a bit more about your amazing life. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, thank you. I heard you speak about your mission is to touch the life of millions. I'm one That's million right. person. And my life started just seems like you. I, start, I grew up in a small town. There was not much around me. There was just big dreams and not much. Um, I had to be able to dig in very deep within myself. There was a lot of challenges at home. A lot of it had to do with money. So I figured, you know what? Money seems to be at the cause of a lot of challenges. So I'm going to go and be successful in my career. And I was lucky enough to end up being a chiropractor. And I accomplished all my goals. I went forward. I, I was you know, a top-ranked chiropractor. I was a Canadian rowing champion. had a beautiful, loving relationship. And still something was missing inside of me. And I had done so everything that I'm supposed to be doing that would make me, you know, a successful person. People love me, great income, work-life balance, an athlete, traveling the world. I I had it all, but I was still missing that one thing. And then in 1988, my father was diagnosed with terminal cancer and given nine months to live. That was three weeks before my sister was getting married. A week after the wedding, my 21-year-old brother died in a car accident. And then my relationship, my eight-year relationship to the man I thought I was going to marry and have children with, ended. And all of that was within a month of each other. And it was so, so painful that in order to survive this period of my life, it sent me on a quest to understand what it takes to live an amazing life. Because... I so realized my father diagnosed with, you know, terminal cancer, given nine months to live. My 21 year old brother ended up dying before him, and I realized that we never know when we're gonna die. And I wanted to make sure that when I passed, I feel like I had been a winner. I'd been a winner because I'd used this life as much as I could use it. I'd use every bit of it, and I'd learn, and I'd grown, and I had experienced everything I could. So it sent me on a quest to understand this. And it totally transformed my life. And when I teach my client, when I work one-on-one with my clients, I use the symbol of the yin and the yang because it's Mm -hmm. it's a great visual. And for me, it explains perfectly what happens in everybody's life. If you look at the darkness... Equal and opposite is the light. So this event in my life was so dark, so painful, but equal and opposite, it became my greatest blessing. And and that's my message that I bring uh, in the world, is that all of us have experienced challenges. All of us will continue to experience challenges. But if we're smart as human beings, what we, we learn to do is we learn to use both the light side and the dark side of the yin and the yang. Because I've asked, you know, I, I give courses and talks in front of us, I was in L.A. last year speaking in front of 350 people. And I asked, raise your hand if you've never had huge challenges. And guess what? Mm -hmm. Nobody raised their hand. And I've asked this question to thousands of people. And so far, I have never known anyone that hasn't experienced deep challenges. And if we are smart we learn to see how they were specifically designed just for us and we start having a living a life of gratitude we start living life as though in a way it's kind of like a video game you enter the game every morning and you you have an ultimate goal and you learn mastery to getting into the the game every day and learning and using every support, every challenge to your advantage to become masterful at the game.
1: So it's really, really inspiring to note that those events, those challenges led you on a quest, a quest to find out what it really means to lead an amazing life. So... To start off, Dr. Janelle, we start every show with an inspiring note so that even though our listeners may not be in front of us right now, they can feel the energy and unite with us in mind and soul. So for that, I need to ask you, what is your favorite inspirational quote and also tell us how you apply this quote in your life?
2: Well, I was really pleased when I went on your website, because I want to know a little bit more about you, that your home page is actually my favorite quote. And it is that life is either a daring adventure or nothing at all. And people sometimes come to see me because they are bored and uninspired. And I believe that's the reason why people are bored and uninspired is because they're staying in their comfort zone. And I love my life because it's passionate. It's not easy. I jump in and I, I just jump in and I try to learn from everything that's happening. And I believe that when you jump in, whether it works or doesn't work, you end up being wiser and smarter in the end because you find out what works and what doesn't work. When we don't define ourselves as losers for not getting the results that was expected, when we just define ourselves as a winner because we tried something we didn't try before, no matter whether it worked or not, then, then we become really passionate and on fire and alive and excited about. Life. Last year I climbed Kilimanjaro wow. <laughs> and uh, that was very challenging. And uh, I learned many, many lessons doing it because I was out of my comfort zone. And then <laughs> unwisely, friend of mine had asked me to go hike La Haute Route in Switzerland and I thought oh since I've done Kilimanjaro this should be easy. Well I think it was even harder than Kilimanjaro. So this is how I live my life actually. I I love taking on adventure whether it's my business adventure, striving to create a global heart living movement, taking on an interview with you right now that I, I didn't really know before, or getting into relationships, romantic relationships or friend relationship or client relationship or family relationship, striving to live authentically, taking risks at being authentic, taking risks that I could be rejected, but never rejecting myself or being rejected. That's, I think that's the greatest challenge,
1: the greatest blessing we can give ourselves. I think that's an amazing quote that you just shared. Life is either a daring adventure action tribe or nothing at all. So it's a great moment right now. So sort of ask yourself, what is that one adventure that you want to embark on today? What is that one adventure? that you've been planning for such a while now, but you've not taken that one step that you are going to start today. That adventure that will shape your mission. Because as Dr. Janelle said, your failure does not define your life because you are a winner. So Dr. Janelle, what inspired you to start the Center for Heart Living?
2: Well, that's a really good question. Actually, it started after the deepest spiritual experience of my life. And I told you that in 1988, all that pain sent me on that quest so in 1989, I took a seminar that was dedicated to helping me find gratitude for all the events of my life, the yin and the yang, the dark and the light. And I'm in the midst of doing this exercise. And all of a sudden, my heart just opened so wide. I had been doing the work on my father because I'd been quite angry with my father. My father had been a very challenging person in my life, and. You know, now he was diagnosed with cancer. When I went to that seminar, my brother had died, my relationship had ended, and I was kind of really angry. But at that moment, when my heart opened, I got into what some people call a state of grace, I believe. Or like I read books of people who've died and come back and the state that they experience on the other side when they come back. I can tell you, you don't have to die to get to heaven. Mm. If you get to a state of extreme gratitude, you get to a a state of grace, and that state of grace is heaven. So in that moment, I was shown without words. I just got to know that I know that I know that everything that ever happens to us, everything that happened, everything that will ever happen, has been designed exactly for us, perfectly divinely. And that, if we are wise, we're going to discover that our whole life is dedicated to learning how to love myself and others and to gain wisdom and i was I'm telling you words to something that was shown to me, but that I got to experience it was such a state of bliss, and I stayed there maybe for like thirty seconds and then came back down. And then I wrote a mission statement for my life. And part of my mission statement, the career part of my mission statement, is I'm going to help heal the hearts of millions of people by maximizing their life potential. So I've been on a quest to help as many people as I can since 1989. That's that's in a nutshell what got me so inspired. I, because before I got this experience, I felt like life was unfair, was depressed. It mm. was like it, life sucked somehow. I had not dialed the right number. And after a few hours, I went from that state to such a state of gratitude that I decided I wanted to give this to as many people as I could.
1: Wow you've painted such a beautiful picture for us because you mentioned that when you decided to go on a quest deep down you had a bit of anger you took the seminar and in the midst of the exercise your heart it just opened up and opened up wide and you felt that state of grace that state of gratefulness which means that you experience heaven without actually going to heaven and at that moment you got a message that everything everything that happens to us happens for us i think that's a really inspiring and powerful message now what exactly is the heart freedom method
2: okay the heart freedom method is a method i created in conjunction with uh, dave bach dave bach is the uh, the ceo of coachville And CoachVille is one of the biggest online coaching company in the world. And him and I, because of my background doing mind-body work like NET, I love NET, neuroemotional technique, but it's not a technique we can teach uh, lay people. You have to have either a chiropractic degree, an MD degree, so you need to have something in the health industry. So I want to create a technique that I could teach my clients that would allow them to find and dissolve the stories that are holding them back. And it's, it's fascinating. It's, it's, it's all created about belief. Some researchers believe that up to 90% of what we do is actually in reactions to our beliefs, to the stories from the past that we've encountered. And when you think about it, you were born in India. I was born in Quebec. If I had been born in India, I would have had a whole different set of support and challenge and created different beliefs. But so... The beliefs we have accumulated depends on where we were born, to which parents we were incarnated into, the, the teachers we had, all these things. They are stories. They are not who we are. They are not our essence. Our essence is love. I believe that who we are is love and everything else is an emotions, our thought. But who we are at the core is love. And when I help my clients reconnect with that, knowing they experience bliss, they experience a true sense of success. Like I've worked with some of the top Hollywood actors. So they have millions of fans. They have everything that, you know, we are told should make us happy. Yeah. And private jets and, you know, limo drivers and like all the trappings, millions of fan things, and you're the greatest thing, and still, if they're not connected to the heart, they don't experience the bliss that comes from being connected in there. So it doesn't depend on what you have on the outside. We all have access right now, without changing anything else than our perception of our life. We all have access to feeling like winners. Like having extreme gratitude for everything that's happened
1: to us. So it's really interesting that you mentioned that 90% of what we do, Action Tribe, 90% is due to the story that we tell ourselves, the narrative that is in our mind, that movie that is playing in our mind's theater. And depending on where you are, what your circumstances are, what are your surroundings, that's the type of movie that's playing. So each of us is sort of living out our own versions of reality.
2: Yeah, and that's what I I I wrote a book called Conversation with the Heart, and I love my book. It's a great (laughs) book. In it, I put a a diagram, and the diagram I really there from what I can see, there are two possible phases to the spiritual human development. First one is the unconscious phase, the infantile or asleep stage. The second one is the conscious one, the mature one, the awakened one. Everybody gets through the first stage, which is where we are reacting. We are reacting to our beliefs. We're reacting to our emotions. We are driven by our ego. We're running away from pain towards pleasure. We are constantly running, being driven by outside factors. And then some of us, if we're lucky, often through a challenge like I got, we wake up. We start digging deeper and start realizing like the way I've been living is not working. I better find a different way because if that's all there is, life sucks. (laughs) And so that's one of the reasons I'm so grateful for this challenge because before that I was just lost. After that challenge, I started to wake up. And that is what I love doing for my clients and for the people. I'm creating online programs and things like that because I won't, it's not going to happen if I do it one-on-one. So I, I'm creating programs so I can start touching the lives of millions, just like you. I, I'm inspired. Just I really love who you are, what you're doing. It's really neat to, to see your essence. And through doing those things, we can help waking up people that We are co-creating everything that's happening in our life. Nothing happens by coincidence. If we encounter a challenge, it's because we had not learned the lesson yet that needs to come through that challenge. And it's not because something is wrong with us that we have a challenge. That is the biggest fallacy we need to wake up from because what I see from working with thousands of people one-on-one, looking at patterns, looking at beliefs, Mm -hmm. is that deep down we have a belief that if I'm a good boy or a good girl, good things happen to me. I get rewarded, I get cookies, I get whatever, a video game. If I'm a bad boy, if I'm a bad girl, bad things happen to me. I don't have dessert, I'm sent to my bedroom, I don't have video games, whatever we associated with when, when we were a kid. And so we start living from that place that since this is this, quote, quote, bad thing is happening, it must be because something is wrong with me. Because otherwise I would have the cookies, the ice cream and the video game. And that's the biggest, biggest belief we need to wake up from.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, you briefly spoke about NET, or the neuroemotional technique. So could you give us an overview of how this technique works?
2: Yes. NET is um, a technique that I learned from Scott Walker. He's a chiropractor who is from San Diego, California. And uh, it stands for neuroemotional technique. And we basically use muscle testing to find and remove the subconscious stories that are stored in the subconscious mind that are driving us. It's the same principle that I do with the heart freedom uh, method that I created. They're both very similar. Both are aimed at the same thing, fighting and dissolving the story. For example, I'll, I'll tell you a story about me. The first time I did mind-body work, I was checking myself on, I'm willing to be successful. And we found that I was weak on that statement. I was not congruent on, I'm willing to be successful. And I'm going, that is crazy. Like i'm all about success i'm all i'm driven i'm ambitious, I go after my goals I make them happen what's that all about so then we have to find the moment when this happened. And- it's really amazing. Out of my subconscious mind bubbled up this memory, and I remembered. I was five years old, and I was coloring in my coloring book, and my little sister, she's three and a half. So we're coloring side by side. I'm older. I'm five. A three and a half and a five is a huge difference. So I finished my pictures before. I go show it to my mother. My mother says, Well done, Lise. You colored between the lines. It's beautiful. Well, my little sister, because she couldn't color between the lines, she ran away crying. Mm. So I'm standing there feeling, Whoa, this is awful. When I'm successful, people get hurt. And worse, I end up alone. And I can't tell you the number of people who have this belief. I was speaking in Chicago at a convention of coaches. You know, coaches are all about success. And sure. there were like three, again, about 350 people from all over North America and some from Europe. And I demonstrated some of the work that I do, and I invited people to come and be tested on their willingness to be successful. And I kid you not, there was at least 100 people who took on the offer. And out of the 100 people, there was only one person congruent with being successful. Everybody else had associated being successful with being left alone, with having people being jealous, not being liked, being rejected, loneliness, all of these things. So some of you right now who are listening might be thinking, oh, I don't have this story. I'm successful. Well, I've worked with very successful people who realize even though they were successful, they were not living to their level of success they wanted to live at because they were holding themselves back. And often it's caused by sibling dynamics. In my book, Conversation with the Heart, I have a whole chapter on that. It's to wake up from those stories. Like if you're the youngest one, the middle one or the oldest one, you came with the perfect support and challenge to drive you, to give you the catalyst needed while you're unconscious until you're wise enough to wake up and start using all of this to your advantage.
1: Mm -hmm. Now, Dr. Janelle, a while back, I visited your website And on the homepage, I noticed a video in which you were talking about the best friend journal. Mm -hmm. So what exactly is this journal?
2: Okay, so I love this tool. I use it with my clients and and it's so good that I decided, okay, I'm going to offer this to people. The best friend journal is a journal designed to help you create the most important connection you can have, and it's the connection with your own heart. It's it's a really great tool for waking up. Uh, for example, one of my clients, she's um, a cyclist. She's a, a very high-level athlete. She's a cyclist, and she's very driven and very, you know, she loves winning, but she was getting in her way. And, and I told her about the Best Friend Journal, and she yeah, yeah. And then finally, she said last week, she worked with it for a whole week, and she had to do some win trials and she says because I worked for that one week only one week he says I was so different she says the results I got on that trials were amazing and that's why I told her I said like when the going gets tough whether you're challenging yourself as an athlete or in business mm-hmm. or you're afraid of asking someone for a date or asking for a raise or whatever you you're doing Ultimately, if you can connect back with your inner voice, if you can have your own portable inner coach cheering you on, being your best friend, you're going to be solid. And that's that's the aim of all my work. I love helping people feel so solid inside that no matter what's happening on the outside, they can always fall back and become their best friend. I can tell you a story on that if you want. (laughs) This is very personal, but... It applies to many people. When I tell this story, people go, "Mm, I can relate. So a while back, I had totally fallen infatuation with this guy. And I fly to France. I go teach a seminar. I'm all excited. I'm going to see him soon on the way back. I buy him presents at the airport. I can't wait to see him. I get home. The phone rings. It's him. I'm so happy. And he... The only thing you said to me was, Liz, I'm calling you to let you know that I no longer wish to continue this relationship. This relationship. Goodbye. Click. And I was, ow, 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 ow. And I was lying on my bed crying, feeling so much pain. And then I, I go, too much pain. I want to die. And I went, whoa, 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 whoa. What did you just say? And that was a big, huge, light bulb moment for me when I realized that it was not what he was doing that mattered. It's what, how I took what he was doing that mattered. So at that moment, I became my best friend. At that moment, I started to speak like I would tell my best girlfriend, you know, obviously, he's not your man. If he was your man, he would be with you. He would think you're great and a great match for him. He's not your man. And you are lucky because you would have wasted a lot of time doing all kinds of things with him when you can open up yourself to a more loving relationship. So I became at that moment my best friend. So this is kind of like what this can help you do. And it's been said it takes 21 days to create a new habit. So if you take on this challenge, I give you the challenge for 30 days. So this is your mission. If you wish to accept it, <laughs> you can learn to wake up. You can learn to become conscious of your inner dialogue. And the idea is by taking the time to writing it down, to write it down, eventually it will become your automatic inner dialogue. You won't have to write it down anymore. Although, you know, I've been working and doing inner work for since 1989, and I still benefit from writing down. But the journal is very easy. It takes five minutes a day. And the first part is you write three to five things you are proud of. If you accomplish, it could be just, you know, I'm writing in my best friend journal. I'm doing something. I'm waking up. I'm choosing to take action steps to transform my life. Whatever you want to write that day. I asked for a raise or I said no to something. I that I didn't was not good for me, whatever it was. And then the second part is you write any negative self-belief or inner dialogue or places where you might have been beating yourself up. And you write those negative thoughts and then make you feel good. And then you write down what you would tell your best friend or your child or someone you really love. How would you coach them? How would you inspire them out of that? And then you meditate on that, you integrate that into your own self. And it's a beautiful way of nurturing who we are, because in life, whether we like to admit it or not, we are alone, we 're on a journey with a lot of people around us, but when we take our last breath, nobody can make that journey with us, and our ability to connect inside is what makes us feel safe, no matter what 's happening on the outside. If we can't promise ourselves for the rest of our life that no matter what 's happening, we will always be there for ourselves we 're safe and that 's one of the things I love giving people. I love giving people inner peace and confidence, and the only way you 're going to get that is not from the outside is by you. Loving yourself enough to give it to yourself because we cannot be hypocrites. We cannot expect the world around us to give to ourselves what we're not even willing to give ourselves. We cannot expect the world to love us more and care more and nurture us more than we are willing to care and nurture ourselves. So anybody who's listening right when I give a challenge, you know. Life is either a daring adventure or nothing at all. What do you have to lose? Strive to, for 30 days, become your best friend. I'm sure you're going to learn something you did not know before. It's going to empower you. It's going to allow you to live a better life than when you're not connected inside.
1: So becoming your best friend and building a strong connection with your own heart. Because as Dr. Janelle said, we come here on our own. We meet people. We have a good time. We build relationships, but we leave this earth again on our own. So we need to spend some time building that relationship with our own heart. Now, Dr. Janelle, I was going to ask you this question, but I think you've already answered this based on what we've learned today. If you had to tell one of your students to go out into the world and take one action, just one, what would it be?
2: I would tell them to go scare themselves (laughs) 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 i would tell them pick one thing like yesterday i had a beautiful client he just started working with me i just love people who are authentic and courageous and, and, and courageous and strong enough to be vulnerable and he says to me you know I can see from speaking with him about those things is I've been living in my comfort zone. He says, I'm going to make a list of all the things I'm afraid of doing. So make a list of the things you're afraid of doing that you would love to be doing and pick one of them and jump in, jump in. And go discover yourself. Now, I'm not telling you to go dive off a 150-meter cliff right off the bat. No. But if you wanted to ask for a raise, go ask for the raise. There's this person you've been wanting to go out with, but you're too afraid of asking them out. Go ask them out. You want to take a course in computer programming, but you think you're not smart enough. Go for it. Oh, I have this young boy, he came to see me last week, he's 15 years old, and he wanted to pass his lifeguard um, license, wanted to be a lifeguard. But he was too afraid of going into the deep end they had to go to the deep end get something at the bottom and bring it back up and because when he was eight years old he almost drowned he couldn't do it so i did the work that i do so i went and removed the belief but then i gave him this challenge i said imagine if it was your mother at the bottom of the pool would you still make it about yourself or you would go and do whatever it takes to get your mother out of the bottom of the pool and he looked at me and go whoa you're making it more real He says, for sure, I would go get my mother. I said, so when you do that test, instead of thinking, oh, am I good enough? Can I do this? Just imagine it's your mother at the bottom, and I'm sure you're going to to succeed. And I got an email from his uh, mother tonight, and she said, and he passed. Justin passed. He says even though 50% of people did not pass, he passed. And he was petrified before. He had anxiety attacks. He was unable to do it by finding the, the old belief. But then I gave him something greater than himself, than himself. So go outside. Go outside your comfort zone. Choose something greater than yourself. It's going to give you courage to do something. Like, Why should you live more outside your comfort zone? Maybe because that way you'll be more passionate. Maybe that way you inspire your kids. Maybe that way you inspire your spouse. Maybe by having people just watching you unfolding your highest potential, you're going to get them juice. You're going to get them inspired. Create a reason greater than yourself. Scare yourself into your greatness and do it for something that's much bigger than
1: you. Action Tribe. To access the show notes for today's episode, visit my7chakras.com forward slash 137. That's my7chakras.com forward slash 137. The universe will reward you for taking risks on its behalf. This is a powerful quote by Shakti Gawain. Action Tribe, the universe is like the manager of life. It wants things, activities and projects to be executed here on Earth. And when you, by your own volition, decide to experience what it's like to be a human, you agree with the universe about what your task is here on Earth. And in most cases, as soon as we splash here on Earth, we forget what our life's mission is. This mission is not simple. It comes with some challenges some obstacles, some doubts and worries and failures as we're learning today. But beyond these challenges lies a gift. Whenever you're tired, whenever you're out of breath, remember the powerful words of Shakti who reminded us that the universe will reward you for the risks that you take on its behalf. So Dr. Janelle, take us back to a time when you faced a major obstacle. As you relive that moment, tell us how you came across the challenge in the first place and then what were some of the actions you took to overcome it?
2: Well, I have had many of those, but I can tell you about when I was in Kilimanjaro I got when you climb Kilimanjaro the biggest challenge is not as much the walking you know I, I think we ended up walking 200 kilometers altogether that's not the walking it's the altitude and it's scary because you can actually die there you can get cerebral edema you can get pulmonary edema and on the day of the, the last day of the summit day the air was so thin and I was feeling scared my heart was racing if you walk too fast you can vomit you feel like you're going to pass out. And at the bottom in the morning, I looked at, you know, it's 19,340 feet. And I could see from the bottom where I was going. So I gauge myself and I make it we left at three thirty in the morning by eleven o'clock we had made it to what I thought was the summit, just to realize it's called Gilsman's Point. And Gilsman's Point is an hour and a half before the summit. And mm-hmm. at that moment I'm thinking, Oh my goodness, I can't I can't do this. I have nothing left in the tank. And I was walking and being dizzy and I couldn't walk in a straight line. So I asked my guide, like what's gonna happen? I said, I can't walk straight. And he says, please just think about how good it will feel when you have the shower two days from now. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, Yeah, this is this is good, but it's not a big enough why. So I'm standing there in my oxygen deprived brain and I'm going Why should I do this? Because I just want to go back down. I don't want to inflict myself another three hours of pain because it's an hour and a half up there, another hour and a half down, plus coming down the mountain. Why would I do this? And in the middle of my foggy brain, I thought, so I could tell my students inspiring stories. And that gave me the courage to move forward. It took away some of the fears. First of all, if he was making jokes with me, I thought, okay, I don't have cerebral edema. I'm not going to die. So I really saw how fear can be a major obstacle and how having someone with experience who's been through a challenge like we are going through helping us deal with the fear Sometimes fear is the only thing that stands between us and our goals, between us and our dreams. So getting rid of fear is one of the biggest obstacles to success. And having partners and people who believe in us makes a huge difference. But also, again, is having something greater than myself gave me the courage. And I love the word courage because it has the French word cœur, which is French for heart to live an amazing life i believe we need courage so the way i face obstacle is by inspiration by digging in deeply in my heart with living with courage because then when we get onto the other side we can celebrate using all of our challenges for serving a greater cause
1: something greater than
0: ourselves
1: wow so in just one sentence if you have to share one major life lessons to action tribe based on your story what would that be
2: My greatest life lesson is to use every obstacle to our advantage, to ask for guidance when we're scared. The more we feel worthy, the more we're going to ask for help. Not asking for help when we need it is a sign of insecurity. And um, yeah, find inspiration. The word inspiration means in, is with, spirit, inspiration, a condition of being connected to spirit. Living your life with inspiration is going to drive you, It's going to give you courage, it's going to get you to get out of your comfort zone, to live passionately so that you can live an amazing
1: life. Wow. So firstly, thank you so much for sharing that inspiring story. To help our listeners really grasp and absorb some of the wisdom you just shared, I'm going to restate your main points because I think it's really inspiring. You shared that when you were up the mountain in Kilimanjaro, the altitude obviously was so scary and dangerous. The air was thin. On summit day, 19,340 feet, 11 a.m., you were an hour and a half away from the summit. At that moment, you thought, you imagined, you felt that you had already reached your mind, which was obviously oxygen deprived. Your brain was starting to play games on you and you were trying to find out what is that one story? What is that one why? Why am I doing all of this? Because you had three hours more of terribly hard work to do before you completed your journey for that day. And then you remembered, what is that legacy that I'm going to leave? What is that story that I can share with my students? And that sort of pushed you to the summit and back. I think that is really inspiring. Action Tribe, ask yourself this one question. What is that one legacy that you want to leave here on earth? What is that one story that you expect your family members, your community members to share once you leave this earth? So thanks a lot for sharing, Dr. Janelle. My
2: pleasure. Thank you for having me.
1: So Action Tribe, as you head out towards your own adventure, remember to always practice and develop your ability to look through your mind's eye. Make sure you do some form of meditation, whether it's yoga, qigong, mindfulness meditation, or the heart freedom meditation. And even if you feel like you're not getting better, hang in there, you will eventually get there. Your internal practice will not go to waste as we've learned today. It takes time, it takes days, it takes writing down, it takes journaling, because one day you will need it most. And on that day you will be thankful for your practice because as Mark Twain once so powerfully put you cannot depend on your eyes when your imagination is out of focus. So Dr. Janelle as on today what is your life's calling?
2: My life's calling is to maximize my
1: spiritual human potential and inspire other people to do the same. Wonderful and if you were to share with us one defining moment that really made a difference in your life what would it be?
2: You know, actually, I have so many, but I told you the story about that spiritual experience, but it was a turning point. But what got me there, I was 16 years old, and I read a book by Martin Gray. And in French, it was called, "Au oh nom de tous les miens. But I think in English, it would be in the name of my people, if my memory is right. And it's the story of this man who escaped Auschwitz three times. Most people died in there once, you know, he escaped three times. And His main philosophy was when you see something that feels right inside, jump on it, because that opportunity might never be given back to you. And the man had married a beautiful woman and had a child and he was a successful businessman. He had it all. And then one day his wife went for a car ride with their daughters and they both died and this man was such an amazing inspiring story to me i have lived my life feeling that and using that and one day when i was 19 years old a colleague of mine because i told you i grew up in a you know very modest Actually, we were poor as a, as a kid. I never thought that me, I could become, you know, a doctor, go to university, do all these things. And my friend mm-hmm. said, Liz, I'm going to Montreal for an interview to see if I could be accepted in the chiropractic college. He says, you should come. And I was seeing a chiropractor back then. But I had never thought that me, little me, could do that. So that moment... Felt right. It's it's like that book when I was 16 years old haunted me for weeks and weeks. I was so taken by his courage, by his Ability to follow his heart when he saw something that felt right inside, didn't let his fears control him. He just acted on what was right inside. So when my friend, that was like three years later, asked me this question, that book popped in my consciousness because it felt right inside. I decided to jump on that opportunity. And that decision at that moment totally changed my life. I left my small town, I didn't speak English, I learned to speak English. It opened up a whole new world just by the power of one question. So I think that's one of the reasons I love asking questions to people, because I know the power of... The right question at the right moment to change someone's life.
1: So Action Tribe, we are learning again and again today that the opportunity of a lifetime must be seized within the lifetime of that particular opportunity. So thanks a lot for these powerful messages, Dr. Janelle. And with that, we've arrived at the final round for today's show, the wisdom round, which comprises of four rapid fire questions so that our listeners can take note and take action. To start with, what's the best advice that someone's ever given you?
2: The best advice was um, not to make it about me, but to make it about my mission. I was invited to go do a TV show, and I was nervous. It was my first TV show, and I asked my mentor, Dr. John Demartini, you know, what do I do? He says, it's easy, Lise. Don't make it about you. Make it about your mission. Why are you there? When we do this, we get out of our way. It's not about us. It's about our mission. It's about living something greater than ourselves.
1: So name a personal habit that keeps you strong.
2: A personal habit? Oh, I have so many personal habits that make me (laughs) strong. Um, Just one um, gratitude, I believe. Gratitude makes me connect to my heart, which allows me to do everything else after.
1: So Dr. Janelle, do you have a morning ritual or a morning routine?
2: You know, I don't have a morning routine. And that's my morning ritual. My morning ritual is to go with the flow, to feel what feels right. The only thing I could say is when I wake up in the morning, I'm usually grateful. And I'm grateful and I look forward to my day. And after that, it's really about loving. So it depends on the moment, that opportunity. Just like Friday, I got myself a new puppy. So these days, it's really like it's <laughs> getting my dog to pee and poo <laughs> because I'm building a relationship with this little being. And if I'm willing to make sacrifices right now, at the beginning, I'm going to have more fun with her later on.
1: That is amazing. So name a book that you'd like to recommend for our listeners today.
2: Oh, I have so many books. The one that uh, I told you about could be In the Name of My People. There's one that I read that really Touch me. It's called Memories of the Afterlife, Life Between Lives by Michael Newton. It was uh, it was very fascinating because energy from that book and the stories were very similar to that moment I described to you when I got into that state of bliss when I. I ended up knowing that everything that happened to us is happening for our highest good. So I think that that book of all the books, I have so many I could say, but that one would be very much in line with what we were speaking about
1: tonight. So Action Tribe, as I shared earlier, to access today's show notes, visit my7chakras.com forward slash 137. That's my7chakras.com forward slash 137. So Dr. Janelle, thank you so much for joining us today. Right before you go, tell us one thing that you're super grateful for and also tell us how we can find you online.
2: I'm super grateful for this challenging moment when I was in in 1988, where in the depth of my pain, it drove me to go on a quest to understand what it takes to live a great life. I'm so grateful for life, for love, for God, for the beauty of the whole challenging and supportive life experience. To reach me, there are different ways. Uh, My book, Conversation with the Heart, you can go at conversationwiththeheart.com forward slash chakras. My website is drleesianelle.com forward slash chakras. You can also join on the Global Heart Living Movement, which is globalheartliving.com forward slash chakras. And through all this, you'll have access to resources and things that some of them are for free. Some of them you can sign up for coaching, online group. There's all kinds of resources. resources for everyone and anything that
1: you're looking for. So there you go, Action Tribe. We have learned so many things today about building that deep connection with your heart, with yourself because as we've learned, you might have many friends around you, strong familial relationships but you come on this earth alone and you're going to go back into that same space from where you came alone itself. So it's really important to build that strong relationship with yourself and today Dr. Janelle Sproy you so many avenues for doing so. We'll have all the links up in the show notes, you know, conversationwiththeheart.com forward slash chakras, drleesjanel.com forward slash chakras, globalheartliving.com forward slash chakras. Again, we'll have the links up in the show notes. So remember to go to our website forward slash 137. All the links will be there. So Dr. Janelle, thank you so much for coming on our show, talking to us about the importance of building a strong relationship with the heart and living from the heart and taking us one step closer to to a human revolution
2: my pleasure thank you for allowing me to do my mission
0: <laughs> you are listening to my seven chakras go to my S-E-V-E-N, chakras.com download your free gift get inspired and take action transform your life today